0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Invisible Not Broken. First, I am just going to send a quick apology. The recording is a little rough, and I'm so sorry. We've tried everything to make the noise better, but I think it's okay, and I didn't want you guys to miss this. This interview is amazing, and I think it's an important one because I've been dying to interview someone who has a CFS or ME. They're known by both, or more usual, they're known by the term chronic fatigue, and it is such a sudden illness and so many people think that chronic fatigue is something that they can relate to by being tired and it's it's like saying that having a headache means you know what like chronic debilitating migraines feel like or um yeah i think that's probably a good good example there it's um it's extreme and it's um it's definitely something that does help you become very invisible and this person is anything but invisible she is amazing and bright and shiny. And she's one of the few chronic illness cases where she can actually point to the day that her life changed. Most of us, it was sort of like a slow, like things being taken away. But for her, she can point to the Monday that everything changed and where her goals changed and what she was looking forward to change and what a young 20 something's life was going to look like. So please listen all the way through. Um, We have some great geek moments. We are seriously into Doctor Who and she is from Cardiff. So you can only imagine my little geek heart jumping up and down with joy. Um, We did go over some really good business ideas for any of you business entrepreneurs who want to help Spoonies and make some money. We have some great ideas for you all. And we talk about the incredible chronic illness tango of... Do you listen to your body or do you push yourself too far? We also come up with some great ideas for things that you can do from bed. You've listened to me before, you've read my blog hopefully, and you know that is a subject near and dear to my heart lately as my hips been dislocating uh, at least once or twice a week. So we cover some great ideas on how you can still keep your head going and even do some really cool important things from your bed. So don't miss this. I just want to give a quick shout out before we go in to um, Shelbiz95 commented on our iTunes podcast. I just found this podcast the other day and I just listened to my first episode and I love it. Can totally relate. Also makes me feel not so alone. Shelbiz, and I'm hoping I pronounced that right, That is exactly why we did this podcast, is so that people don't feel so alone. This is real life, what we're all going through. So thank you so much for commenting on our iTunes podcast. That really helps. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Uh, My name is Frances. I have uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. I also have a little bit of uh, post-sick ovaries as well, which I only found out about last year.
0: Over so. more time on the ovaries. What what is what did you call it? it? It's called PCOS. Yes, that, PCOS. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I have I have that as well, which I'm kind of learning about them both at the same time, which is an interesting experience.
0: That and is falling down a Google rabbit hole.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. It is and it and it's I was Googling earlier, and I, I saw an article that said, oh, women with PCOS are more likely to um, end up hospitalized for chronic illness and, and mental illness, and I was like, I can't read that, because it's, <laughs> I, I just like, I can't start linking things, it's not, it, yeah, it's a rabbit hole.
0: See, I thought you were going to say women with PCOS are more likely to strangle their doctors when their doctors tell them it's in their head. Oh, that would have been a much more real, be, like. <laughs> that should also be true. <laughs> so I want to start with your chronic fatigue, but we are definitely going to talk about PCOS because um, I think like half the population who listens to this website or this podcast don't um, don't have ovaries, so they don't know all the things and fun that can happen with ovaries. But we're going to start that's with chronic great. fatigue because. Yeah. That has been... I have been so excited to talk to you because I am dying to talk to someone who has chronic fatigue. I keep hearing people who don't seem to understand that chronic fatigue doesn't mean I'm tired.
1: Yes. It doesn't... It's you. not the same as, as I'm so tired. But when people face <laughs> me, like, oh, I'm tired. well. like, oh... I'm like that. I sleep really badly. I'm like, no, <laughs> <I, laughs> that is not the same thing. I've been there. I have that. I know what you mean. And it's not the same thing. It's like, isn't I that mean.
0: cute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the people who say, I know what a migraine feels like because I've had a headache or I know what a yeah. child's like because I babysat. No, <laughs> no, I appreciate what you're trying to say, but no, I can't sleep at all. It's not. That's the, I think
1: that's the biggest thing is like, I, you know, when you're really tired, you can, you can take the t- time, you can be like, I'm going to, you know, spend this weekend, and I'm just going to do nothing, and you can re-energize, it's like, no, when you have chronic fatigue syndrome, there is no re-energ, is no, like, you can charge forever, and you just, it's like a broken phone when you, when you have to kind of, like, keep it plugged in all the time, it's like, you, there's no kind of, um, sleeping it off, which I, I think that's the, the the best way I've found to
0: describe it to people when I'm like, huh, oh, you're tired, cool. <laughs> How cute. <laughs> I yeah. love what you just said about, like, the broken cell phone that has to be plugged in all the time, because yeah. that is yeah. so, That that's a great way to describe it. <laughs> because there's just no, like, hey, I've, I've charged up enough, I can now get away from the bed and go out for the day. That's just. Exactly,
1: cool. exactly. Or, or if you do, you're kind of, you're constantly aware that that, that battery is going down faster than, like, than a normal person's phone. Like a, like a normal, yeah. <laughs> I'm mixing metaphors now. It's it's like you, yeah, you can, even if you unplug, you're kind of constantly thinking, when am I getting back to that? Like, how much can I do before I need to stop again? And, and it's kind of a it, it's very limiting in that way.
0: So basically, my Apple iPhone is your battery <laughs> that just refuses to charge all the way, keeps uncharging miraculously every time I unplug it. No, I, I hear what you're saying. And um, I'm going to definitely link to your blog in the show notes because I think you did such a great job in your blog post explaining what was going on. And I would love for you to start with what happened because I think people think that this is something that comes on slowly. and. Yeah. I'd love for you to explain what happened because that that seemed pretty dramatic. <laughs> for me, yeah, definitely.
1: For me, it was it was quite kind of
0: well, it felt sudden. And
1: the more that I look back, I can see kind of little little bits and pieces, which I'll, I'll go into. But it was definitely a, a kind of just there's there's a very much like a line of before and after <laughs> so for the way that I kind of. Um, the way that I had it, but I, um, sorry, <laughs> yeah, about a year ago, in fact, I think it must be almost a year ago, because I was just rereading the blog post as well, and I said it was like the start of February, and I remember it really <laughs> clearly. I um, I went into work one day, and it was a, it was a Monday, and I sat down, and I was like, oh, I feel, and I felt fine walking into work, um, when I got into the office, I was like, "Oh, I just feel really, really ill, Ill suddenly." Like I was like, oh, "I feel like I've got something coming on, like a cold or whatever." And I remember saying to my manager because she has since said to me, "Like, never say this to me again," because I know, I know what's going to happen. But she's like, "I made some joke about like, oh, I must be allergic to the office, like, oh, allergic to Mondays," and then and she has since said to me because we're friendly and, and you know, obviously we've spoken a, a lot in the past year um, because. My kind of work situation has been all over the place And should I never say that to me again <laughs> That was the first morning <laughs> Like you came in one day and everything was fine And then the next it was just completely different So that, all of that day I remember feeling like I, I just i felt like I had a cold coming on And I went home and there was a actually there was an anti-Trump march in, in Cardiff where I lived that evening And I was like, I'm going to go out And i like yeah, I'm gonna go and do that and it was raining and I went out and I was there for like twenty minutes and I was like, Oh, I think I've I think i stuck it to the man enough. I have to go home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel Okay, now when your illness is bigger than your rage against Trump, I mean exactly, seriously exactly. that's like, I was like I have to go illness. home now. And I remember I
1: Rang my mum on the way home, and I was like, I felt like I should have been there for longer, but I really feel ill. And she's like, Oh, no, that's okay, it's okay. You can't, you know, don't, he's doing enough. Like, he doesn't need to give you a, a, a cold.
0: Okay, so just one little moment here. Us from America yeah. want to thank all of you for marching oh. against the Cheeto elect. So, quick little thank you for, for marching. I appreciate from over in Wales yeah, your support. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, was, it was really, it was great. I loved it. I love seeing all the signs and stuff. It was it was a lovely atmosphere. Um, I was just kind of coughing and sneezing my way through it, and I was like, okay. And then, then I <laughs> woke up the next morning, and I just I thought I had the well, I did. I had it the flu or some kind of viral thing, and I basically spent the next like well, four weeks. It was it was pretty much all of February, just really really sick with this virus, and and it was. Um, I was tired, I was sneezing, I was coughing, like, I wasn't really eating very well, um, I had headaches, it was just like the full, the full flu, the full, you know, um, my boyfriend was was away, he'd gone on holiday with his friends and he came back after about a week and I'd been texting him saying like, oh I'm so sick, I'm not at work, I'm really <laughs> sick and he's like, yeah, 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 you're being a drama queen, he came home and there's just empty tissue boxes everywhere and piles. <laughs> dishes and I was on the sofa with like um we lived in a flat then and it had really bad uh, insulation so it's freezing all the time and obviously it was February and I live in Wales in the UK which is cold anyway
0: <laughs> yeah that's very different than the cold in California that's, that's oh, yeah
1: word. it was it was freezing so I had like the I was I, think I had like like three jumpers on and my dressing gown and there's bait to right next to me in a blanket and he came in he was like oh you you are sick, like, you really are sick, you're not just kind of, oh, I'm poorly, he was like, no, you're, you're, you're ill, um, and then that kind of, most of those symptoms sort of started to go away towards the end of the month, I stopped with the kind of coughing and sneezing and all of that kind of, I guess, visible illness mm-hmm. stuff, like, oh yeah, if you, you know, I didn't have a sore throat, I didn't have, I wasn't kind of speaking and, and coughing and, and coping my way around through my life, so I was like, okay, well, I'm feeling better. And my doctor said I could go back to work because I've been signed off um, a couple of times, just for the week, and you know. And they said it was a virus; they haven't given me any, any antibiotics or anything. And I just kept it. Just, it just didn't get better. I just didn't. The kind of weeks were going by, and I was like, I'm still feeling really tired all the time, and really like. Struggling, and I would go into work for um, you know for a few days, and I'd have to take a day off. I would have to take, I would have to work from home because I, um, I work we work quite flexibly. So as long as I have my laptop with me, I can work anywhere. And it got to the point where my manager was saying, I, I need you to take your laptop with you, like I used to leave it in the office. And she was like, Can you carry it with you? Because then you you know then wherever you are. And I've been to the doctor. And they're like, oh, it's probably a post-viral thing. It's a, you know, it's just it's just kind of working you, its way out your system. And the months, you know, the weeks were turning into months. And I was kind of going, I don't, it, it feels, it 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 doesn't feel like it's going away. I don't feel like I'm getting better. And um, and then we started blood tests.
0: Oh, <laughs> the vampires <laughs> yeah. descended. <laughs> yeah exactly and then
1: and then I spent um, several months of my life just constantly being having blood taken out of my arm to the point where I would like go in and be like, hi, yeah, I don't have very good veins. like they're, <laughs> they're really small apparently so I feel like um, pumping my hands in the waiting room when I go in and be like this arm's better than this arm <laughs> my hand a couple of times I like, it, it
0: was horrible. You know you have a um, chronic illness when butterfly takes on a whole new scary meaning. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I'm like butterfly. Yeah, no, no, no. Really? Cover the arms. Or when you get to the point where you're like oh, I
1: used to hate seeing the needles, and now I'm like, oh, I can't. I can cope with the sight of my own so i just, I'm just, I'm giving up. Well, I'm, because, I'm really but good you
0: have the chronic fatigue. It, from what I understand, is that it mimics so many things.
1: Yeah, and that's the that's the biggest problem i think from from what i've read and from my experience in diagnosing is that because the main the main symptom is that you are tired or that you are fatigued all the time and that is the symptom of everything (laughs) like from kind of the you know the worst of the worst to like the cold you know the, the first thing that happens is your body starts to of shut down the energy and go like oh no we need this you know i need this energy to to fight whatever infection or illness you have so when you're just going to the doctor and saying i'm really tired they're not they don't know where to kind of go with that so um you know they tested for um, iron deficiency and um and i was a little bit anemic so then we had to kind of try you know i had to take iron for a bit and then come back and see if i was still feeling unwell and then you know and and lots of things like that vitamin d which is apparently a really big uh probably less so you
0: (laughs) no i'm just laughing because almost everyone i know who has a chronic illness the first thing that happens is you get prescribed like these psychotic levels of vitamin d (laughs) oh my god yeah i have like
1: I went to stay with my parents, and I was taking all my like supplements. I have um, you know, one of those tablet Yeah. Don't know what they're called, like the tablet little boxes. Just to make um, you
0: feel like you're 80 years old, see so how like the, like a.m. Yeah, yeah. p.m. Saying, all you know, your pills
1: what is that and I was like it's mainly he's like is that, is that only medicine I was like no it, it's all vitamins that you can get <laughs> how cute medicine? no not
0: even close <laughs> no,
1: yeah, no these aren't medical these are all vitamins that like that either the doctor has told me about or that I've read about that someone else has been like this is the answer so um vitamin D was another one because you don't get enough
0: sun apparently here <laughs> in um, Cardiff no <laughs> Oh, that's it's gray most of the time, no. You, you can tell them that even people in California get told that. So.
1: Oh, well, that makes me feel like I was I was told, like, it's a problem in the U.K. <laughs> <get> done. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, could you send me somewhere? <laughs> you know,
0: somewhere nice how, and pretty. How
1: can I just deal with that? Can I spend, like, a month? Away.
0: That's something like for the yeah. NH to consider as like vacation for you. All. Like back in like the Victorian era, where they go to like different yeah. places to take the air or to take the sun. Think, you know, I mean, there's a
1: lot of, of talk at the moment, especially with the
0: the, the B word. I will not <laughs> say the B word. Oh, Brexit. <laughs> Yeah. your own personal so, Trump over there. Yes, our personal Trump. Um, you know,
1: there's a lot of talk about funding and stuff. I think that if they want, if, if they want to get us all back on, you know, yay yeah, 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 NHS, just send us all away. <laughs> just be like going, not to Europe. Obviously, we can't. We don't want to be
0: friends with them, but tomorrow. You know, if they sent you here to America where you guys could actually take a look at our healthcare system, you would get running to the NHS going, we're so sorry, our apologies, I'm thank so, you. I'm so grateful
1: for this. Like, <laughs> I know I'm going to be a little bit mean to them that's <laughs> okay, I no, Overall. the thing
0: is, is you can't go into things with rain, rainbows and unicorns, you have to look at what works and what doesn't work so that you don't fall into that hole, this is what I tell exactly. my kids it's like you can't just look at what you want to look at, like NHS, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of awesome, but if you don't take a look at where yeah. people fall down, you're going to fall down the same hole
1: exactly, and I think, I mean this is a, a <laughs> massive conversation, but
0: um, oh, I'm sorry, end. have you listened but to the podcast before? It. Because we do political here. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I,
1: I listened and I was like, yes, this is, um, when, you, when you asked me, I was like, yeah, no, this is to me, I can do
0: this. <laughs> I wasn't sure when you, like, had messaged me, I was like, oh, I looked at your stuff and I'm like, no, we are. We need to be friends, like, oh my yes. gosh, you are awesome. I'm very
1: on the same From, like, level the Doctor
0: like Who thing. to the political oh. views, I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this yeah. interview. <laughs>
1: And yeah, same, I look at your stuff now, i like, no, yeah,
0: we're good, we're good. We're going to, this is going to work. So with um, the NHS, you're still, um, oh, sorry, we're going to go back to your symptoms and we will totally, because you've made some great sorry. points in your blog about NHS and some things to really watch out for as, you know, my country is starting to talk about Medicaid and Medicare for all. And yes. that's getting into those lines. And I'd really love to find out where the NHS excels and falls down because you get a front receipt of that. <laughs> but first I want to know more about what's going yeah. on with you. So you had all these blood tests. And is your yes. is, is chronic fatigue something where it's diagnosed based on what it's not?
1: Basically, yeah. There is, um, there is a list of all of the tests you have to have. And I only found that out, like, I think in November or December when I started to, um, when I first linked up with the, the clinic that I'm kind of now with for my treatment, which, I'll, which is kind of a whole other thing, um, and I, I did find a link to it and I put it in my blog. Um, there is a list of all the blood tests that you have to have in order to get diagnosed with, um, with CFS. And it's basically you have to test negative on all of these things and then they can say you have chronic fatigue, yeah. like, If you don't have everything else, it's very similar to, I mean, to a lot of things, but to like thyroid uh, problems and um, and obviously a lot of other chronic illnesses, it kind of crosses over with. So basically, they have because they you can't medicate for chronic fatigue, they have to cross off all of the things that they can't medicate for. Yes. Before they go, like, oh, well,
0: sorry. You have <laughs> um, one of those conditions that is just about management, not about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, and I, I, obviously that makes sense because if, if I found out that I could have been taking something for like months yes. and months, then I would be really mad. But, but yeah, you, and so the, the diagnosis process takes a long time. So that was kind of the majority of last year for me was just waiting for results and a lot of them are, You need like two or three, you know, um, with a thyroid test, you have to have it at least twice, like so many months apart for them to check certain things and and things like the vitamin deficiencies. they're like, okay, go away, take this for three months, come back and we'll see if, if you're, if it was just that you were a little bit deficient now and taking supplements as helped, or if you have a proper, you know, a real kind of issue with, um absorbing it or, 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 or whatever that is so it's a long process basically and then kind of when you get to the end there's no like
0: Hurrah. <laughs> congratulations oh, your party for diagnosis yes. they're like oh you have this and you're like okay great what do I do and they go oh we do <laughs> <laughs> we have no clue <laughs> Oh, cool. oh, I just want to talk to some someone one day where it's like they got the diagnosis, they got the protocol, and a cure all at once. Like this is what it is. Yeah. This is how we help you. Like I, and it's so foreign. I couldn't even make to wrap my brain around what that would look like. <laughs> it's, that
1: is the dream. When um, there's a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that I was watching recently. We have it on Netflix, and there's an episode where she's like, "I'm getting a new diagnosis," and she has a whole song about like. I'm getting a new diagnosis, and, it, and it's, you know,
0: everything's going to be great now, and I was like, yes! I, I, that, I need that, to watch the show, that, I've never watched that, it. That. So, can you explain, like, what what does a bad day feel like for you?
1: Um, a bad day is, it's, I think, the, the best kind of example I have of it is, it was a couple, it was a while ago now, um, which is, amazing for me obviously um, I had a really really bad day where I just I woke up and I was aching everywhere because you do get I think um, the, the kind of the, the biggest difference between like, chronic fatigue and, and fibro for example is, is the pain levels where with chronic fatigue it's not massive pain levels it's more of the feeling of tiredness but you do get aches and pains and so on my bad days I get really bad headaches I get really bad neck aches and I just I just can't I, just can't. <laughs> I, can't, move, I can't really think that the the brain fog is the other kind of big for me. It's it's the big symptom that I find the most frustrating and the most kind of um, prominent. And, and because it just slows down your thinking and stops you from being able to process things. And I would be um, I live with my boyfriend and I'd be talking to him and. I'll just be going like, no, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down (laughs) You know, and he's just saying like Do you want me to bring you Like, paracetamon Do you, you know, he's he's like asking really basic questions And I'm just going like, I can't cope with this I can't cope with this (laughs) Um, And there was, yeah, there was one really, really bad day Where I went up um, Our house is is a bit weird Because it's an old Victorian terrace didn't have plumbing when it was built, so it, like, shuts the bathroom on the back behind the kitchen, so it's on the ground floor. And our bedroom is upstairs, obviously, and there was one day when I went upstairs um, and i have had a shower, and I went upstairs, and I was just like, oh, I feel really dreadful, and I can't go back, downstairs. and that's it. I had to text my boyfriend. I couldn't even shower. I had to text him, like, can you bring my tooth upstairs? I just, I can't get out of bed. I can't cope with the... Like doing the stairs again. So I think that that's the worst days for me. Is it's like I, I can't like just do basic things for myself, and I can't like communicate really or, or take anything in. And you just kind of have to sit in in, in silence or, or in really kind of even kind of watching telly or listening. To, I love podcasts and listening to them. I can only watch things or listen to things I've already heard or seen because I can't process any new kind of information or any new thoughts and characters. So it's just kind of living a day you've already lived before because it's like that or silence.
0: Like Groundhog's Day or like a silence. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Yes. I love a Doctor Who reference. You are, I'm even wearing my wibbly wobbly timey wimey sweatshirt. I'm still... I'm still I'm
1: Gutted, I've never seen Doctor Who being filmed, and we've lived in Cardiff for three years. I feel like- you
0: said Cardiff, and I almost started screeching. Like, <laughs> it's We're Mecca for geeks. geeks. Like, oh, yeah, I just walked past it, and I'm like, where? Tell me. <laughs> where? I must go. <laughs> I will leave now. Um,
1: it's my aim. I'm not I'm not leaving Cardiff until I <laughs> just <you know. laughs>
0: Well, no, you make such a great point. I've never, I seriously never thought about it before, but now that you're saying this, I'm like, that's why I do this. I I hadn't even processed why I would do this, but I will, I mean, Doctor Who is awesome, but I will watch like Lark Rise Over Candleford. I'm on my fourth viewing of the entire season. Like, Doctor Who, I've watched from like Eccleston all the way through. I think this is like fourth or fifth time now. Like, and any Jane Austen movie, I will re watch those on loop just because of what you're saying. And I never put it together, but it's so. Or I'll watch HGTV because nothing weird's gonna happen there. It's all gonna be the same thing. <laughs> it's gonna be shiplap and everyone's gonna cry and it's all good. <laughs> We don't have HGTV. Oh, here, oh sorry. I
1: think we have we been in and um, we went on holiday last year to San Francisco, which was amazing. And we watched it there, and I was like, we need this channel. <laughs> Why don't we have this in the UK? We have we have channels like that, but they're not like completely dedicated. You have to watch other other stuff. In the no, country. you
0: have Escape to the Country. That's my obsession.
1: <laughs> oh, we have Escape to the Country, and we have Phil and Kirsty who yeah. do location, location location and that's just uh but it's stuff like that which, which you can watch and doesn't really um, tax you in any way.
0: No, um, no, because you always know an escape to the country, they're going to send them to Wales every time. Yeah, they might be yeah. looking in England but they're going to go to Wales. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just big. And I've watched
1: um, you, you were saying about like how many times you've watched, you know, Dr. Hensleck. I've watched Jonathan Creek. You serious? Like <laughs> So many times that the, the other night, um, my boyfriend was like, oh, should we watch an episode of that? Because he, he hasn't watched them all 20 times. And he was like, oh, just pick one. And I was like,
0: oh, <laughs> I'm really struggling with this one. Which like, one do you choose?
1: I was like, I know the ending of all of them, so I need to know the of, like, which is the one I know the ending of the least, so that I can kind of pretend that there's some um, element of surprise for me here, but... So in the show
0: notes, I'm going to link all of our favorite, like, um, episodes and things to watch that uh, we will give you guys as a, if your brain is on fog, which mine is today, so wish me luck on this interview, (laughs) Um, but I'll put this in there, because if we're not getting off topic, this is actually, like, some good advice on things to do when you are just completely done, and there's there's nothing left. It like comfort.
1: It is. You kind of it just you can switch off but you aren't stuck in your own head. Which is the thing that I find the most frustrating is like I don't want to be lying here thinking about how rubbish I feel, like I need something to distract me and to (laughs) take me out of how rubbish I'm you know.
0: Well this is new for you, right? This is only a year?
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy to me. Like that you would go like, I mean, I, I feel like I'm lucky. I've been sick since I was eight. So this has been like, I have been in and out of hospital since I was eight years old. This is kind of my norm. Like, I don't know how you would go from like, hey, it's a Monday and I don't like Monday and I have a cold to your entire life changed. And what you can do change what you can plan for change like what is that like i can't even imagine how you like people go oh you can do all these things we're so proud of you for doing things i'm like i don't know anything different like be proud of the people who like this switched on them like how do you handle that (laughs) not like i'm trying to make you cry or anything i just genuinely (laughs) i'm not like barbara waltering this like i just i'm just so genuinely amazed and curious how that that goes It
1: was definitely, it was a big, big kind of, it was a big switch. I've had, and this is also apparently fairly common in in people with chronic fatigue, Um, I had glandular fever when I was younger, which I think you guys call something else, I think it's mono in America. Yes, we call it
0: mono. Yep. Yeah,
1: okay, so I have that when I was like You guys a always say
0: things so much better than us. <laughs> Lift, like Elevator. elevated, there's so many better words.
1: <laughs> so we, so I, yeah, I had that when I was younger, which was, it kind of, it, it, it's not chronic, but it's debilitating in that it just, you just can't really do anything. So I had that when I was a teenager and that kind of knocked my immune system. So I, I've kind of always been, susceptible to things i had a lot of tonsillitis problems i have my tonsils out in my 20s which is the the worst thing i thought it was going to be great and i thought i was going to get like jelly and ice cream but (laughs) apparently it's horrible for adults and the recovery was really awful and they make you eat like sharp food like cereal and stuff no ice cream
0: that's the only time you get a doctor's no ice cream When I was little, and my friends had their toggles
1: out, they ate ice cream for a week. Yes. And my doctor's like, "Yeah, no, we let kids do that because they won't do this thing. You're responsible, so you have to eat crisps and well, dry that's cereal." an making.
0: unfair assumption that you're responsible. I, <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> uh, not when it comes to not getting ice cream. No. <laughs> so, so I kind of had
1: little experiences of, uh, but it it had always been okay when my tonsils are out I won't have to deal with this anymore so it it was manageable because they were in little um, kind of you know little chunks and this yeah it was it was really difficult last year I I kind of I I feel a little bit like I'm I'm turning the corner on it and and that's partially because I found this amazing group of internet people like myself (laughs) and and everyone else on all these Facebook groups and, and I feel kind of a lot less like oh, this is just happening to me, but but yeah, and um, I actually ended up, uh, the, the doctors, I think, uh, were, were concerned about kind of my mental well-being, obviously, and, and they were kind of going, oh, um, you know, worried that you, you might get depressed or anxious, I've had anxiety before, and they upped my dose of antidepressants quite a lot, which was not, fully necessary. (laughs) I'm kind of coming often now because I started to get side effects but um and I kept saying to like I'm not depressed, I'm just frustrated. I was like I'm twenty I'm twenty five and I can't do anything. I was like I you know the the year before that, since twenty sixteen I um I went to Rio with my job for a week and I uh, like during the Olympics and I got to do all these amazing things and and you know I had all these kind of plans and we had a big San Francisco trip last year and, and I was so frustrated because I was like I can't do the stuff that I had in my mind and and um, and we've, we've moved house last year and there's just so much going on and I felt really it was it was really difficult because it 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 feels kind of like... You kind of have to put everything on pause, and then you realise that when when you know when you're told, well, this is something you have to manage. That like you said it's a managing, not a medicating thing. It's like okay, I have to okay, I have to rethink how I'm going to like live my life now. And it's yeah, I, I, it, it it's very difficult. Um, and and I can understand why one of the treatments they do suggest for CFS is. Um, a CBT is uh, cognitive behavioural therapy, and it's kind of basically learning how to think about what is happening. You know, I can understand why that's one of the the recommended treatments of just you need to learn to think differently about this and approach it differently. Um, yeah, but it's tough. It's 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 been tough. Last year was worse. I'm starting to feel a bit more positive now and a bit more kind of yeah i'm gonna get through
0: this i'm gonna beat this kind of thing but um yeah it's 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 hard so how did the people in your life take this like how did how did everyone as you have a a very steady boyfriend i'm gathering and you have a family and a teenage sister and how did that all go like before getting the diagnosis and after how how did everyone handle that I mean,
1: they've all been brilliant. Um, I, so my boyfriend and I live in, in Cardiff, but my family are in the north of England, which is why I have this lovely accent,
0: <laughs> which I'm loving, <laughs> by the way. You can talk to me all day. You can just start saying the <laughs> alphabet. I'm good.
1: <laughs> so, and um, that's which is quite is fairly far away, so that there is kind of um it, just in terms of distance and stuff. That I, I think that my uh, my parents kind of struggled a bit, just worrying about me and about kind of me being like, you know, getting ill and then they, obviously for a long time I didn't really know what to tell them, but everyone has, I think I've been really, really lucky. Um, I think that getting people to understand, you know, they've been supportive and going, okay, well if you say you need this, you know, we will Get you this, but it's been there kind of getting people to understand what what it is that and um, how I'm feeling. That that was the hard bit, um, and just and still, you know, I will try to describe it to someone or try to kind of explain. Like mm, I'm, you know, okay, well, I'm, I have to stop this conversation now because my I, my brain can't process it anymore. And I, I'll say to you know, my boyfriend or to my mum, if I'm on the phone with her and we're making plans, I'll be like, okay, I can't, I can't do this, like I can't <laughs> no, you're gonna have to write this, you know, just text me this, and I will have to like, wait until, you know, I'm gonna have to wait for a peak time, and, and then deal with this to, to tell you things, and I'm writing so much more stuff down at the moment, and, and um, my boyfriend has been like, said to me really, very gently,
0: Probably. Gently, like, Gently.
1: When you put clothes in the washing machine, can you either set a reminder for yourself that you've <laughs> done that so that they come out, or just stop trying to do the washing? Because I would like, I'll be like, get a burst of energy and try and do things, I'm really helpful, and then he'll come home and there's like a load of wet clothes <laughs> in the washing. Machine. Um. And I'll have started, like, cleaning up and, and not finishing things kind of half full of dishes, and the dishwasher isn't, like, half clean and half dirty, and he'll be like, can you just explain this? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. No, not really. Like, it's it's all kind of a blur, but... Um, so, you know, kind of trying to get people to understand that, and I, I did have to... I had a conversation with uh, my parents, I remember, at one point last year, I was like, I need you... Cause obviously they were googling and learning lots of things and reading stuff and my mum kept explaining it to me like oh we don't know why it is and I was like I know we need to stop like I know that stop (laughs) stop describing it to each other and talk about like what is next as a you know rather than keep keep on kind of doing this but um but yeah in general everyone's been great uh been really really lucky with with how well people have kind of dealt with it and no one has kind of said anything to me, which I've seen, you know, I, mean, I know a lot of people with invisible illnesses deal with a lot of, that. well, you don't look ill, you don't seem ill, you know, um, I do sometimes I get frustrated when people are like, oh, you look, you look well today, or like, you're, you're sounding better, oh, um, right. and i mean that in a polite way, but I feel, driven. I'll be <laughs> like, ah, oh, thank you, i <laughs> I just put makeup on.
0: But, like well, you just like remind yourself that's a compliment that ha that that they yeah, meant I that like, well. Not in suit, not in suit, they don't know
1: that you're feeling crap. Like they, they don't know how you
0: feel. Oh my but, god. Uh, I had a an old cl- I used to be a photographer and one of my clients, and I was really close to all my clients, I just I love them all and I ran into one a while ago and everyone knows that I I left my business because I was sick. And she said the sweetest thing to me and I didn't realize how sweet it was, but she's like, You look like you're having a good day. And I was like, it took so much oh, pressure oh, off oh, of me oh, that she understood. Like, you're yeah. walking today, and I know that you probably weren't walking yesterday, or you might not be walking in 15 minutes. But right like now, you look like you're having a good a good moment. And yeah. I was like, thank that's- you so much for acknowledging that this is not like I'm not getting better. Yeah. I will never get better. <laughs> I have I good moments.
1: That, yeah, I think that's the word. It's like I mean, you no, know, you know, There's there's different meanings of it, and like you mean better than. Yesterday yeah. was better than the last time we spoke. But like in my mind, I'm like but not better.
0: Yeah, but and that's to... such a
1: lovely compliment, and I think that, that that is the the kind of way to like um to talk to people is like you right now. This is good. Like this, <laughs> this is working for you at this moment, and and appreciating that. And, and I and I can understand that it, it can be frustrating because it it can be so sudden sometimes. Um, it will just kind of come over me I'll just suddenly be tired and I'll literally just have to shut shut down whatever I'm doing or whatever I'm um, saying and kind of be like I can't like this is you know and and I from the other side I can see how that would be like rude or a little bit upsetting or or just kind of confusing because you're like we were fine a minute ago and um, (laughs) but you know I've I've been really lucky I have amazing supportive friends and family and um, I know a few people who, who have had this as well so that's been really great is having having people say to me, colleagues and, and, and uh, family members say to me like, you know, I dealt with this or I dealt with something like this and if you ever need to talk and I'm going to give you a bunch of tips and like try this and do that and, and that's really, really helpful and when you're speaking to someone and like, okay, well I know that you're living a life that's like really working for you and and you're doing everything you want to do, so, or I, you know, I just need to get to that place where you are and, and kind of get through this this bit and into the, you know, the processing and into the kind of living. So I think that's great to be able to talk to people who are, who are kind of on the other side and who can say, you know, yeah, you'll have good days and bad days, but, you know, it's not always like that.
0: So for chronic fatigue, is there... I've i I've read a whole bunch on it. I, I'm I've been really fascinated by it, especially with some of the new um especially some of the new research that's being done yeah. about it. And um is there is there getting better from it? Is there a is there a remission? Is there is there people who just completely like get better or is this something where there's levels. Like for my disorder there's levels from people who are like hypermobile and they're like "Ooh, I'm flexible yay and then there's you know people like me who are like I pointed at something and I'm dislocated wrist and then there's um other people who can't get out of bed and who have feeding tubes so like there's like this range is that the same for for chronic fatigue
1: yeah there's definitely there's a range and I think I mean the 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 most like basic way is mild moderate and severe but personally I think there is a lot within chaffoge like um, you know, severe is, is like you said, like I can't get out of bed. I'm completely like, this is you know, I'm stuck. And and then kind of mild is is described as being that you can go around your kind of day to day life as you would, but with some um, moderations or you know, you know, maybe you have to come kind of do slightly less, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I had one doctor say to me like, "You just kind of have to wait for it to burn out of you, and that could take months or years." And I was like, "Okay, that doesn't sound like the best." <laughs> Personally, I'm not, I'm not down with that as a solution for like, "Oh, I'll just wait for it to go away."
0: Yeah. Um, so the doctor I, does feel like eventually this will abate, get less, it's, get to nothing. It's, uh,
1: I, I think there's not enough information, I think I don't know, like, I, some people are like, yeah, it's, it just goes away and some people are like, no, you, you know, you, you live with it for years but then maybe it go, goes away after years but I don't know if, and this is just my kind of personal opinion and I don't know if when people say it goes away what they mean is I've learned to manage it, like and, and you can increase your energy levels, which is what I'm trying to do at the moment, you can that, you know, there are tools and and there are kind of programs you can do where you slowly kind of bring yourself back up to a a different energy level and and maybe that would be, okay, well, I'm up here now and I can uh, work nine to five or I can, you know, whatever it is that that you consider to be your, like, quote-unquote normal activity. But I don't know if that's your better or if that's you've worked through you know, you've worked yourself up to this point, and and you now have all these tools, and you're able to like keep it as a steady, a steady thing. Um, it's more. Is that, that seems to make more sense to me, based off what other people have kind of said and done, and and. You know, maybe it will magically go away one day.
0: <laughs> it magically <laughs> appeared one day, so <laughs> <laughs> like if we could,
1: if, if we could just wake up and be like, oh, amazing. But I'm, I'm not counting on that. Like as a kind of, um, it doesn't seem like a great, a great like, like prescription to me. <laughs> just, just wait. So. Yeah.
0: So how does this change? I mean, you're, you, I, forgive me. I'm much older than you. How does this change how you're planning your life? Like, or does? That? <laughs> Definitely, it has changed, um,
1: because it's made a lot of things kind of a lot more, um, vague. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. uh, I was just, I was trying to think of a better word, and I was like, no, it's a good one. It's vague, it's good. It's vague now, and even kind of from, from things like, um, I have, a, I have a friend who moved to Korea a couple of years ago and I desperately want to visit her, but I don't want to make any big travel plans again until I know that I can, you know, that I can actually do the stuff. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't want to kind of make any big plans until I know I'm able to, to fully enjoy them without kind of having to constantly stop. And so it's kind of from things like that to sort of, right down to, to things like well, um I, I'm still technically employed but I'm not working at the moment because I can't because I'm not really able to and my sick my full time sick pay has run out so I'm now on half pay until I get back to working full time. So Okay,
0: no, I'm sorry, sorry um every I have listeners all over the world all of us in America if you can explain this miracle that you just said of full time, full pay um, please do let me know what unicorn that is writing in on what is this? I work for um, I work I'm technically
1: a public servant which is a, a weird way of saying that you work for a, a kind of um in the public sector in the okay. UK. And um, so, which basically means for me that um, we have great um, policies for staff because it's kind of like, you know, it's everything has to be like the ideal. So, um, for me, that means that for the first year of um, so 365 days worth of six days of, of um, of sick leave or anything like that. So basically, every time that I've had to miss work because of illness, um, I was still paid the same as if
0: I had worked. Please ignore the <laughs> green hue of my skin as the jealousy seeps in. It's okay. It was,
1: it's, it's amazing. It's genuinely, it's it's, it's brilliant. And then, um, so I've now got past got to that point, and I'm now on half pay.
0: Okay, so but your job is still kept for you. My job
1: is still there. They wow. they can't um, get rid of me very easily <laughs> without wow. without the problems. And and in terms, of I mean, the people I work with are just brilliant. Like my, my I've mentioned it before, but my manager, my teammates have been so sweet and so understanding. Um, they've sent me cards and flowers, and they're just oh. like. I can't wait to get back <laughs> to nice. working with them. <laughs> so, um, I, I. But again, I think I've been really, really lucky to be able to have that. And and even now, um, you know, I am I am on half pay now, but it's 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 better than nothing. And it, you know, yes. and it's it's amazing <laughs> that I'm able to kind of still bring that in, and it takes a lot of stress off the off being ill. Um,
0: well it also allows yeah. you to afford the treatments that you have or to travel yeah. for the doctor's appointments.
1: It does. It and I am paying for my treatment so it's definitely you know, I need I need it. But otherwise I'd be <laughs> what, borrowing or, <laughs> or screwed. So Yeah.
0: I mean yeah. Like- over here on the support groups there are people who are like I have to take um, the bus to get to my doctor to get relocated like get joints relocated and then back in a bus to get to a room that they're renting and it's like I am so fucking lucky like how every time I kind of start to feel kind of like
1: complaining or or moaning I'm like but I am lucky yeah and I think you can complain to yourself and you can feel sorry for yourself but you have to like be a you know you, you kind of I, 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 I check my privilege
0: <laughs> I do my best friend and I have a rule that we get to have a 10 minute temper tantrum and that's it after that you, you gotta just get it out and then it's done like I'm gonna she, she saves thing. my sanity I love her very much she's yeah, my favorite people you
1: just need to kind of go for it and be like you do right now, I need a minute of just
0: I would say I would do a foot stomping. It's no fair, but I would dislocate my ankles, so I, I have to do it all verbally.
1: See, I would tie my out. I would have to have to lie down afterwards. Yeah, there you
0: like, go, like, see so you and I, we're I not meant for just, the physical temper tantrums, but yeah, I we could do a good like, verbal I, one. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, I'd throw myself on the floor like a toddler, but
1: now I'm, I'm going to stay on the floor. Because
0: you couldn't get yeah. back up. <laughs> Yeah, so what are some of it. your life hacks like what do you what have you found that works really well for you to to be able to handle whatever part of life you're doing? Um, the internet Facebook Yay, groups, internet. Thank you Al Gore. Everything,
1: everything like that just being able to connect with people and being able to go on groups and say, this is happening or like I feel like this today or I think I um I posted kind of in one I was just like I just give me what what can I do? I'm stuck in the house all day, like what can I do mm. to stop myself from going completely mad and what <laughs> you know, low low level energy that, you know, that won't take everything out of me and and just having the support and stuff and, and, and just having someone else to say, yeah, yeah, I've had that this is what I do, and then that's been, that's amazing, um, things like Instagram, I started, like, putting pictures of my house up on Instagram <laughs> while I was six, so I was like, I'm here all the time, and, and we just moved, and I loved kind of decorating, and we were talking about Pinterest before, I'm obsessed.
0: Pinterest <laughs> is evil, yeah. oh my god, that is, it's, I need an intervention.
1: I, <laughs> I, oh my, I think, like, if if my boyfriend comes home and I, like, say, I, I've seen this thing on Pinterest one more time, I think he's, like, he's going to be like, no, we can't. We can't do whatever, whatever you think that you can do. <laughs> you can't.
0: It's not easy. I promise you. You do not have these things in your house. (laughs) Unless you live at Michael's, no, this is not in your closet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, how build this. You don't know how to do that.
0: (laughs) But they make it look so easy. (laughs) Oh. And they make it look so good. And you're like, Yeah, why would you
1: why
0: wouldn't you? Totally. Yeah. They actually got invited to the Pinterest campus when they had um up, they had, like, done this new thing, and I got this invitation to come to their party, and it was super cool, but I'm like, okay, why am I here? Why did I get, how did I get invited? <laughs> and they basically told me, well, you're what was known as a super pinner, as in, like, and I'm like, does this mean I have no life and I'm on your side? <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm like, okay, give me the free booze. I'm good. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I it. Want to, I want, like, a
1: badge that's, like,
0: I'm a super pinner. <laughs> I need it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like well, I'm. I'm eternally looking for like the um the the pill things that you're you uh, pill things. I'm doing great with English today. I'm <laughs> words um, where you put all you organize your pills. I want one that yeah. does not make me look like I'm ninety. I want one that's portable that looks cute that fits in my purse. Someone, on yeah. am Like figure out how to do this and teach me how to make it. Like
1: I would also like that. Yeah, that doesn't that, that, that my my kind of. The closest thing I got to that was, like, mine is, the lid is purple. (laughs) (laughs) I feel purple. It's would be color. (laughs) But it's still, it's still, yeah. If if someone can find a way to make carrying around, like, that many pills and tablets.
0: Seriously, I mean, like, I designed, like, a locket that, like, my friend got a Glowforge, and he was like, what do you want to build? I'm like, I want a locket that can carry at least four pills in it. So that I don't, like, as I just shove my pills in my pocket, like, and then it's like, is this a Vicodin, or is this an Naproxen, or, like, I want one that's going to just, like, divide up into four things, put four pills yeah. in, and then I can just take it during the day. That's yeah, see, I, all these I, business I, ideas, no energy to actually implement them. Uh, that, well, that's the thing, it's like, I'm constantly having an I have a list, of so many lists, that's my other hack. Write everything down. Uh, no, I saw your Pinterest boards. I saw how meticulously organized. That was the thing of you. Oh, I love to organize.
1: That's my, that is my this is, but yeah, that's um, but it helps with the brain fog as well. With it kind of putting things. Not not Pinterest stuff. My own. No, no, life.
0: I use Pinterest for that because I have a board called This Week, and I do meal plans, all of my slow cooker oh. stuff that I can do in the morning. I have. That yeah, I have like what blog post I'm going to be doing. So I have, I can just go to one board. It tells me what I'm doing that week. It's, freaking awesome that and Google oh, Keep I'm going to do this evening now so. oh well I'm so glad <laughs> I can help you and like addict another person to Pinterest. yeah that uh, and Google oh. Keep are like my two big secrets to staying semi-sane although my son will argue that I can't remember a damn thing even with those but it does help
1: but it does it does
0: like writing stuff down and I started oh, did you say bullet journaling is that, no I always, um that. Google Keep which is pretty close it's like a digital bullet journaling yeah. and it stays on my iPhone and at any point I can go I have a shopping list I have a books I'm yeah. going to be reading TV shows people told me I should watch and then my to-do list which somehow keeps getting longer and longer as I sort of just yeah. go mm, can't don't want to and um, it feels good to ignore it <laughs>
1: like, I have that in a but like yeah I have a, I started bullet journaling for this year and I was like right so I, I, it, it's kind of a creative thing and I can you know, draw and stuff in it Um but, yeah, my, my to-do list seems to kind of migrate every week. Like, I'm like, this is all, this is the stuff that needs to be done this week. And then next week, I'll kind of go back and be like, what did I do? None of us since this week. <laughs> so just, just moving on. And, like, with, um, with bullet journals, you're meant to put, like, little symbols in. Like, you know, you, you put a little arrow in to show you've moved it. And I've just stopped. touching just there. go all up not gonna happen always <laughs> an a <laughs> bullet
0: journal like an if I was healthy bullet journal like if I was healthy I would get all these things done, these are the things yeah, I would do definitely. if I was physically yeah. or emotionally or inclined yes. but but that's and I'm trying to,
1: I've, I've been looking for like inspiration uh, for how people kind of use those to track symptoms and stuff as well because I'm trying to figure out how to tell when I'm you know triggers and, and that kind of stuff so i will send
0: I, you a app um, that i found called flare down which is really easy to use oh, oh, yes and it's key. really good at keeping all of your information i love yeah. them so that i'll send you, you that and, yeah. yeah
1: because that's the kind of stuff that is really it, it's just keeping on keeping on top of it keep like knowing what what you're doing and, and that kind of stuff and um well, do you yeah, also just,
0: track it, like, so we're. We, I'm going to have to interview you again for the PCOS. We didn't even get there. I mean... I, oh, that's,
1: <laughs>
0: but I was yeah. going to ask, like, do you notice like, because for me, like, the week before my period, forget it, like, I am in bed, I have dislocated everything, my POTS has gone insane. Do you have the same thing where, like, your cycle changes, like, when, like, your ability to do things? I mean, my... the One the,
1: of the kind of... The PTR is that your periods are really irregular. Ah, so no fair. my periods are always an exciting surprise for me.
0: I'm like, oh. No, that's not a fun <laughs> surprise. But then it will,
1: I will constantly be like, oh, that is why I felt extra tired and extra, like, achy last week and extra, like, why my anxiety's been, you know, spiking. But it's kind of because it's, just, it's difficult to track. And if anyone... If anyone knows of a good way to track with PCOS, I would love it because I've been, like, reading, listening to lots of stuff lately about, you know oh if, you, if you're in touch with your body and that you know when your cycle is like oh it's great you know when your body's in this and I was like no I have no idea how how it feels to be like
0: is that what normal that people is. feel like like healthy people do they feel like they know their body because like right now I feel like I'm schizophrenic like there's like me and then there's this thing I'm trapped it's, inside like yeah, that yeah, has like, like temper tantrums and like insanity yeah, I'm, against, I'm not
1: with my body I'm kind of like We're frenemies at best.
0: (laughs) I love that. Frenemies, yes. (laughs) Like, like we're trying, I'm trying to help it, but it's
1: not really, (laughs) it's not a two-way relationship. Um, Mm. Yeah, I was listening to this wellness podcast and they were like, I just feel, like, now I know everything about myself and I was like, oh, cool, that sounds great. I'm I'm too
0: much of a snarky bitch for that. Like, I I cannot (laughs) hang with the, like and uh, cheers if that's your jam if that works for you like mazel tov i am an evil bitch and i am snarky as hell like i'm so bad that when i was pregnant i was not allowed to go to the lamaze classes because my (laughs) husband's like we will get kicked out you are just you are too you cannot shut up and you will say something awful (laughs) yeah i I can't do that i'm too too mean (laughs)
1: I have to kind of, I have to, I have to reel myself in sometimes with the doctors when I'm just like, okay, this person is trying to help me. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to that.
0: Oh, I just out now out cackled over that. <laughs> I will get really mad afterwards, but I'm going to try now to be like, oh, thank you. I don't mind the doctors as much as I mind the interns. Like, the interns are the ones that will always piss me off because the doctors are like... I go to Stanford, so it's a teaching hospital, and the doctors are really... I, I haven't met a single absolute jerk doctor. Interns, however, <laughs> are either completely, like, at first off, they're your age, shiny, new, adorable, <laughs> cute, but, like, the things they ask, and the, the there's not a lot of bedside manner yet, <laughs> and yeah, messing I, with them has become my entertainment. My
1: God. Well, my GP, uh, he is no longer my GP, he um, isn't, isn't my surgery anymore, but he, he once told me that he had, um, his wife had uh, CFS, so he understood, and I was just like, <laughs> I was so mad afterwards, so I was like, you don't understand so your marriage is not cut. It's like, you keep telling me to, like, to, to, because one of the big things is like, oh, well, you know, if you stop doing stuff, you will be more tired. Yeah. And you have to try and stay active. It's like, I understand that, um, in, uh, intellectually, like, I get what you're saying, but it, it's very difficult to put into practice when you physically just you, you know, when you feel so bad, or when you know because there's kind of a a, um, a payback with, with CFS, is that sometimes you will get a burst of energy, or you'll be able to make to, to kind of draw on energy reserves and go and do something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've done that so many times where I've been like, Well, no, I really want to do this thing, I really want to, you know, go and see my friend or, or do whatever it is, and then for days afterwards, you're, you know, you're, you're paying back. And I'm kind of sitting there, and the GP is being like, so you want he's like you know go go for a walk now and I'm like I have to walk back home because I can't drive because I have rain fogs so yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna get a car. that's not safe so I'm gonna walk back and it's like that is enough that 20 minute walk is gonna like cost me or it's not it's not really 20 it's 20 at normal people pace it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know that's gonna cost me the rest of the day that's like my big and he he, he would be suggesting other stuff and yeah when he was like my wife has that okay well you are not a supportive (laughs) I had to to keep my thoughts to myself
0: very very but I feel Um, like it's like chronic illness we are always walking this line between like you've got to push yourself or you've got to listen to your body because you can't do both but you're supposed to do both that is a razor edge (laughs)
1: That, that's a question I kept, I kept asking my doctors, and, and now that I kind of have a, a specialist who I speak to and, and who can actually give me the answers to, the, to these questions, but I kept saying to, that, to the doctors, I was like, well, when I'm tired, should I sleep, or should I try and not, like, should I should I not sleep? Because obviously it messes up your, your sleep cycle if, you're, if you nap all day, or, or even if you're just not doing a lot and you wake up throughout the night, and then that's kind of like a whole a uh, vicious circle kind of thing and they just be like,
0: oh, uh, we don't know.
1: Yes, the answer is <laughs> yes <laughs> to all. <laughs> yeah, it's like, should, am, I, am I pushing, if I push myself, is that good or, you know, like, how, how do you know? And like you said, it's, it's such a, it's such a thin line because sometimes you can push yourself and feel great and it's like, that was the right thing to do and sometimes you can ignore what you really need and you, you know, you, you pay the price, and it worse. Yep. So it's it's really really difficult and, and frustrating to kind of to, to figure it out. Um, I'm still I'm still trying to get there.
0: So you're not gonna believe this, but we are at an hour. Oh my gosh Oh my god! You are way too much fun to chat with. Um, so I'm gonna end the way we always end, which is yeah. your favorite swear word. Um, it is fuck. Awesome! I'm so glad that translates across the pond. <laughs> I know I was I, I I was trying to think of one that was like an English
1: one, like bastard or something. Fuck,
0: no, we we like... have that one too. I always use beggaring hell when I'm trying to like not oh. go to or bloody hell or
1: yeah. I say bloody hell, and then because when I was younger, if my mom told me off, I be like, no, that's in Harry Potter. That's it. That's it's peaky.
0: okay. Harry Potter made but this. That's Thank to you. <laughs> Well, I loved talking with you, and we will have to have another interview by PCOS. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Invisible Not Broken. The things you can do that would be really kind is to share us with a friend, share us with someone you'd like to know more about this disorder, or just know more about chronic illness. And, of course, go to our teens page, press subscribe, say really embarrassingly nice things about us. Until next week. Be kind, be gentle, and be a badass.